Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 8. In this week's episode, we're talking about your beginning of year to-do list. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. But now it's time to take care of all those beginning of year duties. You know, getting ready for tax time, setting goals for the year, and don't forget all the new human resources laws, employee required notices, and updates. So, in today's episode, I'm going to give you a hot list of things that should be on your radar for New Year employee tasks. Let's start by talking about taxes. Yes, I know. A great place to start, right? Well, employee W-2s have to be distributed to your team no later than January 31st. So if you haven't already, double check things like home addresses and year-end totals to make sure the right information gets to the right place. If you find any discrepancies, reach out to your payroll company right away. If it turns out something is off, it's better to catch it before they actually file your year-end taxes than having to do a refiling. It's less expensive too. The other thing that has to happen by the end of January is delivery of the 1095C forms to employees. What's a 1095C, you ask? Well, if you have less than 50 employees, you can skip this section. But if you have 50 or more, you're under the Affordable Care Act guidelines, also known as ACA. And that means you have to do year-end reporting for your employees. Now, I won't go into what the 1095C is or how to complete them because it's a huge topic. I'll just say, make sure you're on top of your ACA reporting responsibilities because it can be really expensive if you miss the deadlines. And speaking of deadlines, keep in mind it may get pushed this year. In fact, there is a pending extension proposal to give everyone until March 2nd to get this filing done. I'm not surprised. In the past couple of years, Due to the state of the world, the deadline has been pushed, so it's likely it'll get pushed again this year as well, but maybe not, so be sure to keep an eye out. One other thing about ACA filings. The 1095C isn't the only notice with a filing deadline. There's also the required filing of the 1094C with the IRS, and those deadlines come up in February and March, depending on how you file. So, final word? stay on top of your ACA reporting requirements. And now, circling back to the subject of taxes for a minute. January is the perfect time to distribute what we call the tax package. It includes new tax withholding forms for the new year, 
mainly because it's the beginning of the year that people start thinking about their take-home pay or talking to their accountants, and they want to do adjustments to their tax withholding levels. Also, if you have an employee who claimed exempt on their federal withholding form, they're required to complete a new W-4 each year. So they'll need a new one in any event. Additionally, your state may require that you notify your employees of the Earned Income Tax Credit, or EITC. The EITC helps moderate and low-income workers by providing them a tax break. It's a federal program, but many states like California, Texas, and New Jersey, just to name a few, may have their own programs and require that you notify employees each year. So, we always recommend that everyone get the notice because that's a better alternative to accidentally missing someone. The beginning of the year will also bring changes to some benefit limits. For instance, the maximum contribution limit for retirement plans and things like flexible spending accounts and transportation plans, well, those change each year. So be sure to check out the 2022 limits and adjust the maximum deduction amounts in your payroll system accordingly. Oh, while you're in the payroll system, take a moment to recheck the benefit deduction amounts. Did they get correctly updated when you finished your last open enrollment period? Even if it was six months ago, it's better to find and correct that mistake now than to miss it and have it uncorrected until a full plan year has passed. And then there are the new employment laws. Oh, don't forget about the new employment laws. Every year there are new or updated guidelines and many times they don't actually get signed until the 11th hour of the last year. So you do have to stay aware of what's coming down the road and make preparations to update your policies or practice, revise the handbook, do the notifications, post the posters, etc. Other items to put on your beginning of the year list? Well, setting goals for the new year, both for the individual and the company, reviewing the outcome of the goals you set last year, and last but certainly never least, you should be in preparation mode for your corporate tax filings. So again, I say, I hope you had a great holiday season because now it's back to work. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place.